I have a feeling the bad stuff is about to go down. Put some pants on, kids, so I can kick your butt. Yeah. We're a tight spot. You are listening to Frequency 1350 <laughs> with the Booze Team. Oh, hello you. Uh, welcome to the Booze Team podcast. Uh, it's me, Paul Dutworth, joined as always by Mr. Simon Murray. Hello. Uh, Mr. Stuart Goodall. Good evening. How do Oh yeah, yeah, brilliant. I'm oh, just uh, adjusting some gain. Oh, I, see. I didn't want us to be too powerful on the airwaves. Oh yeah, and, and one thing that we we have to be contained in the booze team like a caged animal. Uh, you join us uh, at Gornal Towers once again uh, for another episode of fun, frolics, and uh, possibly some lights wearing uh, in between some records and things. Uh, we'll have some boy genius for you uh, towards the end of the podcast. We'll have a live track from Gomez, who uh, two thirds of us have been to see in concert ever so recently. Uh, and we'll have some uh, some boost team news. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Uh, we opened uh, on a on a sad note. It has to be said, though. Very sad. Very yes. sad indeed. Uh, all of us uh, very sad here over the passing of uh, of MCA Adam Youch of uh, the Beastie Boys. Um, a sad day, battling cancer uh, for quite a while, um, and unfortunately he's passed away. So uh, we thought he'd uh, we thought he kind of got through it, didn't we? It did look that so way. It's yeah. been a bit of a shock, Just that. Come out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm. And we'd love to play a track right then, but obviously we're bound by copyright laws and all sorts of things. But We are bound you, by certain You can imagine bounds. we've inserted one here, your favourite. Maybe put it on now, or after you finish listening. That sounds like an excellent idea. Yeah. Put take, the album on. Put yeah. several albums on. Take half an hour or so. Put, you know, your favourite and uh, Beastie Boys tracks on. And, mm. uh, and just, well... He fought for our right to party. And uh, here we are. Lest we shall forget. Lest we should forget. Um, we'll uh, talk about some football and we'll talk about some other bits and pieces. Do I we have think. to talk about football? Well, probably, <sighs> I'm afraid. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk about what we've been up to and um, I'll tell you about how interesting working at Ladies' Day at Aintree was. It was a laugh riot. <laughs> uh, but we'll open with the track and uh, we'll have some Gomez to kick off. Why the heck we're not? We're going to kick off with Gomez. We're going to kick off wow. with a bit of Gomez. Uh, makes you wonder where we're going to go from there. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll figure that out while this track's on. Um, recorded live in Hollywood. Uh, this is freely available on Gomez's website. If you go to gomeztheband.com, you can get this live album for free. Uh, this... Lots of great tracks on there. Oh, great tracks indeed. Fantastic live band. This is Get Myself Arrested. I see you, Ray Gamana. Got some friends in my feet. 
about three endings on that that was Gomez fantastic <laughs> Gomez with Get Myself Arrested uh, live from Hollywood uh, you can get that album as I say from was it just Gomez. me or was there a, a, a golf clap on oh, the there's end there's an extra smattering of applause there yeah 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 well deserved I thought as well 
So where can you get it then, sorry? Uh, you can get that from gomeztheband.com. And uh, how many tracks are we talking here? Free oh, live album? 20-odd uh, tracks 20 for 20-odd tracks yeah. for free. Crime any. In this day and age. In this day and age, when yeah. nothing, as we know, comes for free. Good stuff. Very good indeed. Yeah. Uh, it's, I suppose, uh, as, as fans of football and... Um, Men, uh, we are all men, aren't we? <laughs> I think uh, it, we should mention the fact that uh, that not no, but a few days ago, uh, Roy Hodgson was appointed England manager, uh, much to the surprise of probably a lot of the football yes, writers yes. Uh, who tipped Harry Redknapp for the job. What do we think, boys, as um, seasoned <laughs> professionals? I don't in mean the football field, in the football and in the broadcasting field. Well, the FA always <laughs> seemed to take. I mean, whether it turns out to be the right decision or not, we don't know, mm. obviously. He might be a very good England manager, but no matter how easy decisions seem to be made for the FA mm. to choose someone that the people want and everything, they always seem to go with the harder decision, mm. which could ultimately bite them on the bottom. I mean, everyone was expecting yeah. Redknapp, weren't exactly. they? Exactly. Everyone and wanted And if they'd Redknapp. have chosen him, then they've got Redknapp, and if he fails, then, you know, well, you wanted him, sort yeah. of thing. So it's yeah. an easy option. But now with Roy, they've kind of kind of made a rough their own backs. Mm. But you know, if it all turns out peachy, then everyone's Fair happy. Uh, Fair news, not to uh, name drop, but I went to speak to Kevin Gallagher, clang about <laughs> the appointments of uh, of Roy Hodgson, former Rovers. You went to Preston North End striker Kevin Gallagher. You went to. Uh, See a Scotsman about the appointment of England manager. Well, I did. Because, and expected him to care. Because he played under uh, Hodgson at uh, your beloved Blackburn Rovers. Yeah, that was a good period as well. Great period. Almost um, as good as the one we're in now. Did he not bring European football to Ewood Park? <sighs> one season. And then he. Is, he, the, ans- he, is the answer yes, Stuart? <laughs> yeah, but he kind of left us yeah, but no, in is bottom the place yes. uh, the any, season after. Anyway. And that was only because Kenny'd started this. No, he hadn't. But he was still there. Right, anyway, you can it use, wasn't good. You can use facts to prove anything, Stuart. Uh, <laughs> you can and, prove anything with facts. And Gallagher was uh, with very much of the opinion that, that, that Roy was... He's, he's very tough, he's very focused, he's ruthless. He will make You're decisions. Ruthless. He's very ruthless. No. Oh, don't go there. Don't go Come there. on, Murray. <laughs> don't go there. Um, the son have got in trouble about that. Very much yes. so, yeah. And perhaps deservedly so, yeah. too. Um, and uh, whilst... Kevin Gallagher was saying he, they didn't spend every day with a smile on the face in uh, at the training ground. In you know, Blackburn. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, who would? That's so, so true. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Um, didn't spend every day with a smile on his face in training. You don't have to when you're winning. So, you know, it swings around. I was like smiling when I'm winning, though. Do you? As you would know from pool we played before. Well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> we're only at the mid-session well, interval. One of the things 4-0, yes, yes, but yes. we're only at the mid-session interval. <laughs> One of the things I've seen um, being made a big deal of over the Hodgson appointment is that um, he's been around for a long time. He's mm. got a um, he does have a good a international record, doesn't he? As well, yeah. But one of the things you know they're saying about um, all the contacts he's got, well, that's good in club football. Yeah, he's not good in. Yeah, he's got nothing to do it, with. This... He can't go and buy somebody. Uh... This is it with Harry. Harry doesn't go in and make the best of the players that are already available to him. He goes in and buys the players that he likes to work with, and that you know he's always done that. And I don't, I don't. But know. he's well documented. He's, he's a good man manager as well, though. Yeah, but you're talking yeah. about a guy who's won. Except for Adebayoa. He's won. No one can man manage him. No one can. He's won an Intertoto Cup. Loose cannon. He got Renegade. Did he get Bournemouth promoted? Maverick. And he won the FA Cup with Portsmouth. He's not got 
He's not Alex Ferguson, is he? In terms of no, but you see, anyone at the moment isn't going to be good enough until they've won something. What? You know, yeah, anyone. Fair point. Fabio Capello is supposedly the best coach on the planet, mm. but you know, what will that be? You shit. <laughs> Whoa, the, light swearing, light swearing. Light swearing. <laughs> I thought, I, thought I, might, I thought I might get away with a piss, but I didn't expect a shit. Whip him, um, Ducky. Whip him. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> you must be reprimanded, Marie. Um, it'll take a Give second. him 30 lashes. <laughs> there, there you go. Right, reprimand him. Are 30, you sorry? 30 of the Queen's lashes. We haven't got time for 30 lashes, too. We'll have to simply suffice. But he's <laughs> just putting that whip down there, that sound you heard, was Murray setting the whip aside. Da, 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 da. It's back on its hook. The Indiana Jones of Fullwood. You don't call him that <clears throat> at all. But you know, uh, I feel it's uh, whatever appointment they made is far too late for this championships, and anything's going to be a bonus. Patreon. I just thought they go out and you know try. <clears throat> I, I know the last one they kind of you could say they tried, but yeah, it all seemed a bit too hard work, didn't it? You know, he's, he's, he's playing got... a bit of football. Everybody's too. Everybody's so worried about what might go wrong these days. Well, yeah. They don't just yeah. go out and play. And play. He's got a very, very, very delicate and um, also very legally difficult for us to talk about situation to resolve with uh, with Rio Ferdinand and John Terry. Um, as What's John Terry mean? is still uh, accused <laughs> of racially abusing Anton Ferdinand. Right. He said, treading very lightly across eggshells that were strewn in his path. Um, so he's got a difficult situation to, to, to sort out there. My solution would be to not take either of them. Well, I was just about to say, you know, if there's something like that hanging, <coughs> hanging over everyone, then he shouldn't even be involved. Get rid of it, yeah. You know. Cut it out. Well, so he's getting on, Terry. Yeah, no, you, yeah. You, need, you need to get some younger players in here. And, you know, they're, they're the ones who are going to go out there and give it a go, aren't they? Yeah. And try the very hard. This is it. I mean, he's either... He's the future either... of England. Small in Jones, you know. He's got the decision to make that does he give the likes of Terry Lampard, Gerard, Ferdinand their last hurrah, or does he look to the future? In my opinion, they had the last hurrah at the last World Cup. Well, yeah. They had the chance, it, yeah. and it's not happened, unfortunately. You know, they're very lucky to have even played for England, mm-hmm. never mind just being taken for a last hurrah. Uh, before we play uh, another track, one last question to you both. It's got to be a yes or no answer. Are you taking Paul Scholes? Probably yes. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't take Paul Scholes. No, two no's. I would also also say... I think he's a great player. No. He's far too unlucky with the yellow cards. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there's enough players, especially younger players, coming through in this position that need a chance. Mm. I think he'd be great in a few years' time to take along with maybe a coach, mm. you know. In, maybe. In the England setup. Maybe as well as Beckham, you know, I, th- I think he should be around the team, mm. but not good a player. Players. Yeah, but, but not, not a player. But no, so no, done no. a very good job. Time has wrong. passed. Yeah, yeah. Let's anyway, talk about something happy. Well, let's talk about something happy after some music. Uh, this is a track that will become rapidly apparent as soon as you start listening to what it is. Sometimes it's hard to laugh. It don't come easy to me. When someone's out to get you There's no hiding place Sometimes you run and hide You might be in the line of fire When someone's out to get you And death stares you in the face Fear of reprisals Fear of reprisals 
Sweet, sweet sound of baboon with reprisals on the Boost Team podcast. 2012. 2012, yeah. And certainly no doubt about that. The Olympic year. <laughs> From the Olympic broadcaster, the Boost Team. No, that's blatantly, blatantly false. And for that, I apologise. Um, baboon leads us neatly into uh, a little chat about what gigs are coming up uh, over the next few weeks and indeed also possibly months. Been a while since we've done this. Um, not to not to date this podcast, so we'll, we'll look a few days ahead into the future. Uh, on Tuesday, the eighth of May, which isn't that far in the future. Today's no. Friday. Uh, Am I uh, going to get this mixed by then? Who knows? Time will tell. Um, Billaric, Pip Mountjoy, and Karima Francis will be playing at the Ferret on uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, that's five quid entry. Karima Francis is uh, she's from Blackpool and signed to Mercury. Uh, has been on. Jules Holland, I believe. Really? He's played Ferret a few times as well. Has played at Ferret a few times, yeah. Yeah, so uh, worth checking out. I would think on Thursday the 10th of May, you can see Black Manila, Pins and Crocodiles, who've also played at the Ferret and always go down the storm. Cooney likes Crocodiles a bit, doesn't he? Big fan. Big fan of Crocodiles. Just a bit. He does. Uh, Friday the 11th of May, you've got a solo set from Johnny Fifthwheel. Uh, the French Wives, India Mill, and Rook and the Ravens, a uh, very good band indeed. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't think I've seen them, them yet, but... Uh, uh, no, I've seen uh, Rook and the Ravens play with uh, Longridge's own Not Now and the Catos, featuring mm. Stuart Gornall and the Catos. Hello. Mm. We've In- been across India the Glossop. Mill are always good as well. India Mill, yeah. Been across yeah. the Glossop a few times where they're best. To play with played them? Played in the, uh, is it the Moon and Sixpence pub. Mm. Mo- yes. It's, the, it's the, yeah. the Mad Ferret equivalent in Glossop. Yeah. Very nice place. Yeah. Lovely owners. Always sort you out. Great little pub. That's what you want. And the uh, nice sort of uh, not quite Derbyshire Peak Districty tea type atmosphere. I couldn't think of the word I wanted. It wasn't even atmosphere. Talking. Uh, of uh, <laughs> of Glossop. Moving swiftly on. Saturday the 12th of May you can find yourself watching False Flag. First name Frank uh, Brassic. And Brassic. Uh, a full band set from uh, Manchester's Gideon Conn, who's always worth checking out. He's especially with a full band. One. Especially with a full band, yeah. yeah. Gideon Conn is brilliant. You're going to make it to that years. one? 12th of May? Yeah. I think I'll have to, won't I? Uh, I think my I wife's might, in Brassic. I might try and make, uh, make it along to that one as well. 
should be a very good set indeed. We'll look uh, slightly further ahead uh, in the month now, he says, frantically tapping at his keyboard he in is. order to make Let's it. see if we can pick this up. Scroll down. Mm. On uh, Friday, no, no, it's, yeah, a, it's a MacBook Pro, this lad, there'll be no, there's, there's no key sound. Oh, there you go. Yeah. This microphone's good. It's a good microphone. Uh, Friday the 8th of, uh, 18th of May, Cactus Knife, Johnny Fifth Wheel with his cowards, uh, and Hey Chalet, who uh, are also uh, a very good band. They played at Glaston Ferret last year. They did Yeah, you did. mentioned those, didn't you? Yeah, in the... I remember um, you saying Hey Chalet. I remember your voice The Ferret podcast we did. Yes, yes yeah. we did, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, the week after that, on Friday the 25th of May, uh, you can see Stephen Hudson and the Flat Pandas, Neil Jarvis, Pterodactyls and Pete Bentham and the Dinner Ladies make a triumphant return uh, to the Mad Ferret with songs awesome. about like washing up and dogs and all sorts of stuff from Pete Bentham and the Dinner Ladies. And the day after, on Saturday the 26th of May, you would be a fool to miss uh, Hello Bamboo, Super Thrill and Headliners, who you just heard on this here very podcast, Preston's own Baboon. The Mighty Baboon. The Mighty Baboon with their big beef. <coughs> bringing bringing the temple to. Uh, Do they still wear masks? Yes. Uh, oh well, better that than actually seeing their faces. Let's <laughs> be perfectly honest about that. Let's. They're very scary masks. And very scary men. Uh, so there you go. That's <laughs> something you can see for the rest uh, of the month if you're knocking a room and about Preston's hostelries, by which of course we mean the Mad the Ferret. Is <laughs> um, there anywhere that does live music anymore? Uh, apparently the Delphi on Sunday right so they're doing it again should an acoustic set be the uh, something recent called Bangfest I believe Matron I went I to think, that uh, wasn't what I expected <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Vencidos played there Los Vencidos oh, but right. but they were playing as oh, I can't remember the name now but they played as something else and they played a different style of music to what was they it normally Thunderballs, do was it what they no. called for a little while Sting no, it was, it was a brand new name that I'd... Uh... Los Vencidos play the hits Good. of UB40. <laughs> Chrissy Hine. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it kind of started with the ferret and the music scene in Preston. I don't, well, I don't, well, well, in all not, fairness, I don't know if it really first, started with the ferret. No, but, but the ferret was the first thing that made it, you know, you wanted to go and play music in Preston, really. I played in other places before the ferret. I'm saying the ferret was the thing that. But for years it. before the Adelphi was a big yeah, place, yeah, it was, and before yeah. that, particularly with the, like, um, like the Bad Apple Club and things like that, and the, the new shit. venue in the mill, yeah, but we, yeah, but we had a lot of good bands playing. And all those there. things got together, like the ferret and you know the Adelphi. Mm. There was like a core, wasn't there? And they got yeah, it snowballed. Yeah. Then every everywhere in Preston wanted to be a music venue, and now True. it's it all died away, and it's literally left with the ferret. And well, I'm glad to see the Adelphi's doing music again, but. It's just a shame. It's, we've seen it go up there. We've seen the, the wave. This is it. There's and a, then we've seen it crash. A long time when the when the ferret didn't put on bands until uh, until we three kings did uh, did our own little gig at the ferret. Oh, at the Delphi. Delphi, I beg your pardon. Uh, there was a, a poster of live music at the Delphi, and then we did stick that gig on, didn't we? That was a good night. That. Yeah, mm. you hadn't. You remember that? Didn't have anything yes. for years. And Made a bit of cash, the, didn't we? The frequency for, launch for the SU. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of people who uh, still tried to pay four pound when it was three pound in, but four pound NUS was uh, startling. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, Dan Jagger and Dave Chambers for that joke, which has been uh, <laughs> been used many, many times before by better men than me.
Listening to Frequency 1350 with the Bulls team. Matt exposes himself at Association for the Blind. Penis death panic hits city. Meth lab explodes in man's pants. Zoo caretaker licks monkey's bum to make it poo. Docs reveal Hitler farted, receive sex injections and crave cocaine. Judge texts topless photo to jury. One direction in chlamydia scare after handling koala. Woman charged $167 for a jar of peanut butter. Kid on Easter egg hunt finds grenade. your beast team news for this podcast um it can't escape your the best news ever i think it probably was uh mm. it can't escape your notice that uh 2012 is the year of th- london th- olympics aye uh, have you got tickets uh no i applied for tickets uh for the football at old trafford right um and got some and then got an email saying uh, and this is a really boring story because i, I cracked me cred me uh, debit card. Right. It had been in me because I sit on my wallet. I've always got my wallet oh. in my back pocket, and I cracked uh, my debit mistake. card. It is, mm. and I had to get a new one. And because the number across the front had obviously changed, they rescinded my order. Lovely. Would would not give me tickets. Aren't you glad you live in oh, the UK? <laughs> in, are you glad in you live in the UK? I've just repeated exactly what you've said. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's never mind. Never mind. Uh, so that was a shame, but uh, apparently tickets are still available for the football. So was that the only thing you applied for? Did you? Uh, no, I only things? did apply for the football. I think. And tickets yeah. for other yeah. games are still available. Yeah. Tickets for other large international sporting events are still did available. Did you try and get tickets, Murray? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to watch on the television when it's on? Um, probably Big Don't Bang, say the other channel. Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> You'll watch 100 metres, Seems to be watching uh, that earlier. I don't know. 
Oh come Remember on! You've got to I used Bolt. to I used to like watching Olympics when I was younger. Yeah, I suppose he's made it Daley Thompson and all that. Do you think Usain Bolt is like is, the Ronnie O'Sullivan is, is one of the running. most exciting sports people in the world? It's for about ten seconds. <laughs> As Frankie Boyle said, "What can you do in nine point four seconds?" It took me ten seconds to watch him do it. <laughs> so you know, it's, uh, I think he's, I, I think he's great. You saying I think he's like one of the most exciting no, yeah, he's very sports good. people in the world. I think he's let himself down by being in which bank is he advertising? Oh, well, for it's, it, yeah, it's uh, I think it's actually Visa who is are part, right, one of the sponsors right. of the uh, of the Olympic Games themselves. Um, Sell out. So you'll watch that. <laughs> I, I still think. Uh, What's, have you got a favourite Olympic memory of uh, um, of Olympics? What's his favourite? I just remember some. I, I think my <laughs> favourite Olympic memory would be uh, Barcelona '92, Linford Christie. Oh, right. and, and and the commentators' famous and Christie comes storming through, mm. uh, and he and he did win the gold. I had to I wake remember. my dad up for that. <laughs> Falling asleep on I the remember sofa. Jonathan Edwards. Doing yeah, his hopping his skipping his jump. Yeah, it was the world record. <laughs> not to belittle him. I remember Coe and Cram and yeah, then yeah. what? Oh yes, just, Co- just, Co- just before the uh, before Cram set on his um, Kellogg Start <laughs> advertising <laughs> campaign. <laughs> I must admit, now you other action it, serials are available. It was, I actually did quite Common get sense. involved when watching the to- watching uh, the uh, rowing when Steve Redgrave yes. was yeah. fourth. And they said afterwards, didn't it? If uh, I ever get back in the boat again, you have my permission to shoot me. Yeah. Which I thought was a foolish thing to say on live television in yeah. front of the planet when <laughs> yeah. you've got a lot of nutters out there. <laughs> you know. And he couldn't really argue with that then, did he? Well, no, no, he did. But, uh, he did. I always like watching a bit of table tennis on the Olympics. Enjoy the tennis. Exciting game. There's been something on the uh, a website. I would uh, a, a big broadcaster. Corporation, not, not, <laughs> not this country's leading it was, uh, publicly funded broadcaster. Yeah, was it from the last Olympics where was it um, kickboxing or taekwondo? Mm. And uh, one of the guys didn't like the decision, so he decided to kick the referee in the head. <laughs> <laughs> the, the videos on a website somewhere you can find. Oh, well, a popular it, video it, sharing happy and he's, he's remonstrating with the referee. They're quite smart, aren't they? Like they wear like, mm. yeah. white shirts and white yeah. ties. And next thing, he just literally gives him a kick to the head. A colleague of mine who is uh, our sports reporter went out to interview, because uh, a lot of the British Taekwondo team are based in Manchester, went out to visit one of the uh, the medal hopes and uh, he asked her, why did you get into uh, Taekwondo? And her answer was, because I like kicking people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can't really argue They're with. Honest. No, well, yeah. Yeah. Can't really argue with that at all. Uh, it's not why you don't do taekwondo. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I hate kicking people in the face, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm very good at taekwondo. Um, I don't know quite what to expect from, from the Olympics in terms of, uh, of British success. Probably uh, not much. Reid in the BMX scene probably is, is, is probably up there, isn't she? I think the fact that we're hosting it will may be the biggest success. Very of, true. You know. What bewilders me slightly is that there that, are... I don't mean that in a bad way. no. no. <laughs> There are signs uh, on the motorway around Manchester um, advising people to be aware of, of travel uh, trouble during the Olympic Games. No TT. Uh, not just for the football at Old Trafford, but to be aware of travel issues in London. Oh, right. Because, of okay. course, if you were going to go to the Olympic Games, you'd just set off 45 minutes beforehand and hope for the best, wouldn't you? You wouldn't make any normal <laughs> allowances. So it comes up on the matrix signs on the motorways around Manchester, on the M60, on the Ring Road. Now. And it's now. 
be aware of, of travelling to the Olympics. And don't drink and drive. Well, don't drink and drive. I've, um, with work, I've got to go to Bristol in June. Guys, are you? you, you. Bristol. <laughs> and um, booking the train tickets, going online. Um, and it was saying, it, it brought up like a little alert symbol um, for the train. You've got out. a virus there, mate. What no. you need to do is... Uh... But you, you clicked on it and it, it said uh, that the Olympic torch was being taken around somewhere and that may affect trains. Right, I see. Train Ooh. tracks? But it was Yorkshire and I was going from Preston to Bristol. Well, you can't be too careful. <laughs> hey, fire. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's just matter. like an advanced warning that the Olympic torch is being taken around Hull. <laughs> On the same day I'm travelling from Preston to Bristol. to Bristol. Yeah, well, you know, it's good to be aware of these things. That's all I can say. It is. You've got to be uh, careful when you're travelling around and make sure that you, you allow proper journey time. The Olympic Touch is going to apparently go within 10 miles of 95% of the population. It's a fire hazard. It probably is a yeah. fire hazard. Remember, smoke doesn't knock. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> So don't, don't fire be, kills in minutes, smoke kills in seconds. Don't, and there is no smoke without fire. Don't be careless if you are uh, carrying the Olympic torch. Um, don't be careless. Don't be careless. No. <laughs> yeah. Do don't be, be careless. careless. Yes. No. no interesting for don't, don't do be careless. I will say this. Will you? Okay. Is it just me? Oh, or Christ, is our probably. Olympic stadium? Does it does it not look a bit shit to you? Does it not just look like a boring stadium? You look back at, is it the China or the crow's nest? Or the, the nest thing? The yeah, the bird's nest thing. That was amazing. Yeah, that was Beijing, wasn't it? That was beautiful. Even I, you know, watched a bit of that. Mm. Ours just looks like, it doesn't even look as good as well, when North End's ground. When Tottenham and West Ham have eventually finished fighting over who's going to play in it at the end of the Olympics, you just want a boring stadium, don't you? You want something Yeah, but function. not for the Olympics. Yeah, but the, the, so it's, not, it's not about the artwork of the stadium. But they shouldn't that, be building that it. spirally thing with the viewing platform on top, isn't there, quite nearby? And You know. <sighs> I mean, if they were building it up road, you'd be like, what an eyesore. But as it's in no, I, I, London. I'd, I'd rather see anything. I just think it's boring. Well, there you Wembley go. Stadium looks cool, doesn't it? Why can't they do something Yeah, like the that? arch is great at Wembley, isn't it? But other than that, sorry, it's, a bit, it's a bit... It's a very nice stadium. Yeah. It's special. Well, it's, it's still more special than this, is what my point is. Bloody hell. Is it just, is it just I've me? I've not seen it. It might be. You want to write a letter? Right, let's get a picture up here. All right, get one up. Right, okay, but, but Phil. Here's Phil. Some, yeah. And while that's happening, here's some music. <laughs> Typing now. <laughs> Olympic Stadium. <here> <laughs> Do you know about the um, time back in the 80s? The, <laughs> the 80s. The 80s. Um, with all the English Olympic, all the Great Britain Olympic athletes were there in the Olympic Village and they decided to have a barbecue. Mm. And there's uh, a knock at the door and uh, Daley Thompson comes in, brings a pack of bacon. Tessa Sanderson comes round, knocks on the door, brings in a pack of sausages. There's another knock on the door. Who's that? Oh, it's Fatima Whitbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that's that's a good joke. 
<laughs> I don't care what you say. That, I've, I've that is a top class gag. Sanderson and Fatima Whitbread. Yeah. That, that, however, is one of the best. <laughs> well done, that man. Very good. Musical stink, musical stink. Right, okay. This is the picture. That Mr. picture Murray. does not look good. It's, well, it's awful, isn't it? It looks like a soup bowl with some tortilla chips stood upright in it. What's wrong with that? They've even tried to make it look a bit better at night, so like that one. But even that looks a bit... I think that's an artist. That's com- I think that's, that's an artist's rendering. Chief, it, it would have actually looked like that. Uh, if you want to recreate this visual experience at home, just imagine Stuart Gornall randomly clicking on any images he can find of the <laughs> Olympic Stadium and Murray going, Sorry, please. well, it's a stadium. Tell- That's about the limit of what's happening Tell at the moment. Olympic Stadium I am into Google. At a distance Click as well. on images and yes. see what you think. And Make up your own mind. There you go. Hey, make you stay classy, Sandy. Don't take then, Stu's word for it. And then, uh, if if you would like to, once listening to this podcast, let us know your own opinions. Please find us on Twitter. Uh, Stu is at J Langlor, J L A N G L O R. You can find uh, Muzza McMurray at Muzza McMurray, uh, and you can find me at the rather awfully corporate P Duck with ITV. A Y for yours, isn't it, Murray? It is, yes. yes. It is, it is. And you work for who? Uh, ITV. <laughs> Granada Television. Granada <coughs> Television. That's uh, enough of that. Right, <laughs> if you want to tweet your thoughts to Stu, get him. He's at Jay Langler. Tell Don't Stu me, what you think about the Olympic Stadium. At Jay Langler. Hashtag Olympics. No, just hashtag it Stu Right or Stu Wrong. And Stu will retweet every tweet he gets with a hashtag that has either Stu right or Stu wrong, and then we'll 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 top them up. And on the next podcast, we'll we'll tell you who won. Can I get a retweet? Yes, <laughs> yes, you can. Great from stuff. Uh, well, well, that that seems to bring this uh, missive to uh, a natural end. It's been lovely uh, chatting with you, lads, again. As always, an absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, want to get more, you can find uh, you can find more. Presumably, you've found this not through iTunes <laughs> by searching for Booze Team on iTunes, um, and uh, you'll find you'll find a great deal more of us uh, more of us right there. Uh, and also to find uh, any more information about the bands that we've played on um, on this podcast. Very nice songs. I must say that Rook and the Ravens one. Rook and the really Ravens, uh, amazing. Was a great yeah. tune. Yeah. Um, if you want to head to uh, the perspective websites, <laughs> you'll find more information on those uh, on those bands. There. I'm sorry, I do not have that information to hammer. Google. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the sound of the whip of change. A <laughs> 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 whip cracking through the uh, the boost team. That's a cool. Was that what the Scorpions sang about? Uh, yes. The whip of change. Very, very much so. Good old white one. Come on. Oh, oh, he, he needs yeah. to change oh, app. He, he needs to change app. Is it the only two apps you have on your phone? Uh, it's one of a couple. Okay, let's. Before we finish, what's been your favourite app of the last year? <laughs> All right, the. Uh, you don't like the one, uh, What app do I use? Oh, well, it's tough. That, as you can tell, I've been making all sorts of strange noises. <laughs> I would say that the. Boringly, I probably use like the train times app the most. Oh, I think that was really awful. 
Um, I... Does it give you alerts about the Olympic torch passing through Hull? <laughs> <laughs> it does not. And that is a major failing. That is a major failing. Uh, of all the um, of all the apps that I've enjoyed the most, uh, I would say it would be Fruit Ninjas are good, and I do like a bit of Fruit <laughs> that Ninja. Is good. Fruit Ninja. So have you not got Fruit yeah, Ninja? No, you need Never to download that. Oh, you need a bit of Fruit Ninja in your life, so that's what you want. Yeah, is it free? It, well, you can get no. a free version. Oh, well. You want a bit of Fruit Ninja in your life, I you think do. I deleted it off it, Oh, right, it must be that good, he's deleted it. No, I, I just use it that much, I'm getting uh, addicted. And then another app. Another app, I'd say Hipstamatic. I take a lot of pictures with Hipstamatic. There you go. Yeah, I think mine's Cam- Camera me. Plus, which is a similar. You know, that photo editing thing. Very much so. It's very, very good. And um, Skygo has been quite good. That is good. I've got Skygo from the yeah. Xbox. It's all good. I mean, it's, all, it's only good if you've got Sky, I suppose. <laughs> 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 it took me many years to acquire, but I've now got it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. What about Mar- games? Yeah, we're all liking draw something, are we? Yeah, we are, yeah. That's good. Mm. Good fun. Yeah. Good fun. Murray just likes his pocket whip. Yeah. And that. And that. And that. <laughs> the only two apps uh, on his phone. And the rim shot. <laughs> Golf clap. <laughs> Golf clap. Lovely, lovely six inch by Stuart there. Tapped him. <laughs> Any road. Thanks very much for listening. Mulligan thumbed in. Thumbed. Oh, right. oh. Uh, thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, we will leave you with a bit of uh, Boy Genius, and I can tell you exactly where you can find more about Boy Genius. It's at boygenius.bandcamp.com. But before we play that, it behoves me to thank uh, Simon Murray. You're welcome. And Stuart Gornell. Anytime at all. And uh, me pulled up with for being... <laughs> nope. Sorry, Ferry's just coming in. Uh, for being uh, the Boost team. Uh, this has been us, you have been you. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And this is Boy Genius with Awesome Haircut.
Right, that's it from us. No more. Go and listen to the Beastie Boys. Go on. MCA deserves it.